0: You are Locked On Lakers, your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Lakers for Monday. Brian Kamenetsky and Andy Kamenetsky. Uh, Andy, took a little while. There was a lot of confusion. There was a lot of math that is hard for both of us. But the Lakers, they we, we know what's happening. They got a play in game. Yep. Uh, they will be facing
1: the Golden State Warriors Wednesday to try to get that seven seed. If, for whatever reason, they do not win, fear not. They have another crack at the playoffs for the eight seed, whether against the San Antonio Spurs or the Memphis Grizzlies, whoever wins that game. So by virtue of being the seven seed right now, the Lakers get two cracks at the apple. But... First will be at Staples Center against really it feels like against Steph Curry.
0: I mean, um, we will talk about that because it's it's not. It feels like that, but it's kind of not because Golden State is playing very very well. Um and uh they're, they're a little bit more than Steph. But yeah, it does feel like Steph I, who's been averaging like 37 points a game I was for his last say, 10 games. They're
1: a little more than Steph, but not a lot
0: more. I just like he's a big part of it. Let's Draymond is really playing excellent right now so sure. I'm just the Warriors are a yeah. little bit more than Steph but Steph is I think fair to say a significant part of it yeah
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> fair enough let's, Brian let's uh-huh. not overthink this thing no, it's, it's a lot of <laughs> stuff let's, let's not overthink it like let's not try to sound so basketball genius that we actually
0: sound like idiots I'm just I'm, I'm not disagreeing with the Steph part yeah entirely um Mm -hmm. all right so we got that uh we'll get a little bit into the game obviously uh before wednesday night and i will be previewing the hell out of this one uh in, in all kinds of ways so we probably won't get super deep into the matchup uh uh tonight uh for you know for this show but um it's coming it's definitely coming uh we're gonna take a deeper look really at where they are right now heading into the playoffs lebron james playing a couple games over the weekend how do you look Uh, Anthony Davis is back. Dennis Schroeder is back. The center rotation seems maybe like it's got a little bit of clarity. So uh, we'll do that in our first couple segments. And then uh, hopefully before the end of the show, take a look at the bracket overall, because after a, a huge mess, Andy, there are some really interesting first round matchups, no matter how this thing shakes out with the with the playing game I do want to tell you that the NBA playoffs as we're talking about they're almost here so don't miss the big storylines and team previews you can find every day on the locked on NBA podcast follow the locked on NBA podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts um all right we'll start with LeBron because that's the part that matters most uh for the Lakers he played over the weekend Andy how'd you think what'd you think I thought it was that he did seem to tweak his ankle a little bit on Sunday in New Orleans.
1: Yeah, he uh he was driving to the basket and landed on a Pelicans defender's foot, uh that same same right ankle, and he was stretching it out a bit, uh looked you know slightly like he was limping, like not not. He looked to me that.
0: to me, he looked like a guy who didn't want to look like he was limping.
1: A little bit, yeah. But he also, though, what what I took to being a good sign beyond the fact that Frank Vogel said afterwards that he was fine. LeBron said afterwards that he was fine. He'll he be fine.
0: Yeah,
1: whatever. I mean, he said I, he'll be fine. Come on,
0: like I, I think that's. I don't. But he's not. Here's the thing. He's not fine. He, can we? All, I mean, like fine is like I'm good to go. Like this is like it, he's played. He's tried to play twice now, coming back from it. The first time he came back. Um, he heard it again. this And then it took longer, uh, clearly, apparently, as we were talking about all last week, took longer to heal. Absolutely. absolutely Comes back, plays two games, and tweaks it again in the second one. What I'm saying is... It's going to be a problem. Right.
1: Well, it could be a problem. It's not is going to be a problem. In terms of the way he looked, though, in these two games, he looked like LeBron. He played really well. He was Mm -hmm. able to drive aggressively to the basket he had really good footwork he was hitting shots he was lively on the defensive end does it mean that he's completely out of the woods with his ankle no i mean that by definition when you've had this many when you've had this type of problems over the last couple months with it and missed this much time it would be premature to say that he's you know that he's going to necessarily be problem free moving forward that being said though I also think that you're reading too much into the semantics of what he said off the top of his head. With "I'll be
0: fine," no, but say, I I just I'm not. It's not just semantics. It's it's the his tone, his sort of the the language again, the 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 body language going off the floor. He was smiling Um, on the sidelines. What he talked, what the way he sounded in the press conference, all this other stuff. You know, when he talked after the game. I, I you know, I, I took a lot of that to mean it's Wednesday, it's the playoffs. It doesn't matter if I'm feeling, you know, where I was before or if you want to call it a setback or not. Like it was I I, I didn't take it as oh yeah, it was nothing. Like you know, I didn't say it was nothing. Right. I said but, I think but that won't. but that matters. And so like I look, I completely agree with you that if he is able to get back to or for what you know for most of the time that he's able to play he looks like he did against New Orleans there were two or three or four moments in that game where you know like the acceleration for example lebron going 0 to 60 at that play in the first half where he pokes the ball away uh, on the steal and i mean like a dude coming like a sprinter coming off the blocks runs past a bunch of 20 something year olds and gets it and, and finishes, you know, his explosion to finish at the rim, starting and stopping, all that stuff. I, I was up to that point in the fourth quarter incredibly encouraged by what LeBron looked like on Sunday. My concern is just how frequently he's going to go, you know, it's going to be a couple steps forward and a couple steps back and treading water in this way. Um, and whether or not they're going to be able to get very far with him kind of, in this I mean, look, tenuous we, spot.
1: We'll, we'll see where it goes, and obviously two people can see the exact same thing and walk away from it uh, with two different impressions. I did not get the impression that he looked particularly concerned about this. That was my take on it, watching him in this post-game press conference. I didn't think he looked particularly worried. Therefore, I'm not going to be particularly worried about it. You know, out beyond the context of just he's been dealing with a high ankle sprain that leaves him vulnerable in, in a very tangible way, but I don't think this incident reflects
0: anything to worry about specifically, if that makes sense. Uh, it makes sense to me. Um, the other, I mean, obviously, AD, uh, he took, he took, the, who they played before, Indiana. That was the game he took off, correct? Yes. Um, and I thought he played a nice game against the Pacers on on uh, Saturday. Very clearly was in cruise control on Sunday against, the Pelicans, particularly as it became clear the Lakers were not going to be able to to play their way out of the play in game, but there were still moments where AD looked, you know, like he had the burst. Like he, I, I'm less concerned about recurrence of his. Certainly, I guess the what is it the you know the the ankle and the Achilles area and all that. The groin, I guess, is probably the bigger concern at this. Groins point. are so he, tricky. He seemed okay, like. He wasn't working that hard on Sunday, which is fine, but he seemed okay. Yeah. He, I mean, he
1: – I thought in particular against Indiana looked very good. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, there was no reason for him, like you said, to, to particularly bust ass in this game, you know, considering Oops. considering what the stakes eventually weren't. And then there was uh, Schroeder who came back from the uh, COVID, uh, the COVID uh, health and safety protocols over the weekend. I thought looked better Sunday – against uh New Orleans than he did mm-hmm. uh Saturday against Indiana. Uh provided more I guess clarity with his play on the floor than he did his explanation about what the hell was going on. <laughs> yeah, and I, this
0: is good god. In terms of just covid rabbit holes, this is as deep of one as you So to to recap if you missed the news on um this would have been Saturday, Saturday right? Yeah. Postgame Saturday. Mm-hmm. Dennis Schroeder. Said after the game that he did not test positive for COVID, but he can't get it again in the playoffs, and he's also the only guy who didn't get immunized. Right. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> There's a lot of information
1: that is missing there because, in theory, what would protect him most from getting it, as he said, no more during the playoffs, is would, having would be either having had it or or having been immunized. Like I wonder, I mean, like, is this a, is this potentially a case where, you know, Schroeder said he didn't test positive? Is he possibly thinks positive is like a positive
0: result? I don't <laughs> like know. He, like he didn't realize, you know, in most cases. Right, because most positive positive is good. Like, <laughs> right. did you like, test negative? Oh, I was negative. It's a very negative situation I found right. myself like in
1: with COVID. Like he doesn't realize that negative is actually what you wanted.
0: I, like, what he really seemed like was really irritated that he was being asked the question. Right. He um, got And he also he got was, very, he got really irritated that nobody
1: seemed to understand what the hell he was talking about. Right,
0: because it was completely incomprehensible. And I'm not saying, look, I mean, people have got, we saw with the Yankees, like guys, they're the the quote-unquote breakthrough cases of COVID. And It's not even even a a judgment that we're getting into right now of whether or not Dennis Schroeder should have gotten immunized. I think everybody should get immunized, but that's not a conversation we're having right now. I just didn't understand what the hell he was talking about. Like yeah. none of it made sense, um, and we were all left very, very confused. Uh, let's uh, the guy though. I think that had the biggest impact. You know, we talked about AD and we talked about LeBron, and you just cross your fingers and hope LeBron looks okay on Wednesday and then going forward. Uh, the the guy that I think ch- whose impact changed the most over this these weekend's games were was Andre Drummond, and so let's talk about him next. Locked on Lakers brought to you by Indeed. If you are the hiring expert for your company, what you
1: really need is help making your short list of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who helps make your life easier. You need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three, post, screen, interview, all on Indeed. Get your quality short list of candidates whose resumes match your job description. Only pay for the candidates that have must-have qualifications, schedule com- and complete video interviews, in your indeed dashboard indeed makes hiring the right talent fast and easy with tools like indeed instant match giving you quality candidates whose resumes on indeed fit your job description immediately and indeed skills test that on average reduce hiring time by 27 percent, according to talent nest indeed delivers four times more hires than the other job sites combined combined that is insane Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash locked. Get a $75 credit at indeed.com slash locked indeed.com slash locked offer valid through June 30th terms and conditions apply.
0: So, uh, not to, uh, overstate things, Andy, there's been some hand wringing over Andre Drummond, uh, since he joined the team. Some people, including the former host of this show. Don't like him. Uh they don't like that he that he plays uh, or how he plays. Uh and the whole time we've really been waiting to see like okay, what does it look like when he plays with LeBron and Anthony Davis because that's what it's going to look like in the in the playoffs. And at the very least, I think you could look at these games over the weekend and say, "Oh, I get it because Drummond gave them what we hoped that he would. You and me hoped he would, which is a couple easy buckets. Whether it's on you know weak side action, standing the dunker spot, whatever it might be, a bunch of second chance opportunities, and all this stuff. Like he's kind of rebounded a bunch, got a couple of easy buckets, and that was sort of the role. And it looked to me, at least, Andy, like it could work in the postseason yeah
1: Andre Drummond has over the last week and a half, I think, started to to get himself into a groove. He's had five straight games with double digit rebounding, mm-hmm. four straight where he had double doubles. And, you know, his role starts getting more, and by simpler. the way,
0: other than Sunday night was a positive, you know, plus minus on all of those
1: right. And his role starts getting more, I think, simplified and clarified. The more of the rotation members that are going to, you know, going to be out there are actually available, particularly LeBron and AD, but I think also Schroeder. You know, Andre Drummond has, over the course of his career, shown that he's not somebody that you can build around and go deep in the playoffs. Fine. Most players aren't in this mm-hmm. league. Like that's not really an insult. However, the hope I think from the Lakers was he could be perhaps their fourth. Fifth, maybe sixth, most important member of the team, but be exceptionally overqualified for that role, and I think we're starting to see more signs that that's possible. You know that yeah. that, that and e- either way, too, I think it's also really important to note that he has been saying he's feeling more comfortable now. Like he, his start with this team was as chaotic as everything we've seen over the last few months with guys in and out of the roster. He had been barely playing before he got injured, and this was on the heels of basically being exiled by Cleveland for like two months. It's been a legitimately rough transition for Drummond beyond whatever limitations or frustrations he has as a player. Like you had said before that he he got a few easy baskets in this game, and that's great. He is also capable of making – Incredibly easy basket. Oh, he missed. He Look blew hard.
0: what was one of the easy uh, Sunday night against New Orleans. He <laughs> blew one of the easiest layups I've ever seen an NBA player. He miss. is Brian Andre Drummond, a very aesthetically displeasing player. Yes.
1: (laughs) I I mean, he seems like a really good guy. If Andre Drummond
0: were a movie, Andy, they'd be, they'd fix a lot of that in post. Like they, they, (laughs) it's, don't worry about it. Just keep, just keep shooting. That's just keep keep filming. We're moving on. Like I got a great editor. Yeah. It's, it'll all look good in the end. Don't worry about the dailies. Um, I, and we'll get into this a little bit the, uh, before the end of the show in terms of whether teams are better off playing the Lakers now versus later, because that's something that Jared Dudley talked about. Of uh, Jared Dudley, who, by the way, played on Sunday, um, coming all the way back from a torn ligament, which is awesome, cool for him. Uh, did not want to go out, uh, you know, finish his career as a guy with an injury. Um, but you know, I think the way you're describing Drummond kind of describes the Lakers. We talked in our last segment about. LeBron looking good. And he did. And we just, you know, knock on wood, the ankles really is okay, and it's not going to be an issue. AD, I think, looked healthy, and you could see the burst. And when he was in those moments where he felt like he needed to try, it was fine. Like, and it worked okay. But the team as a whole looked good in spots, looked really raggedy in spots. Like, the defense was excellent at moments and not so I think particularly against Indiana more than than uh, even New Orleans because the Indiana game I felt like they were a little bit more motivated that's kind of where they are right now so those moments with Drummond like you can see it and they look good but there's still some miscommunication there periodically And you know Drummond I, I I feel like Andy what you're saying is like get the offensive rebound and then pass it to someone else don't try to put it back You don't need to do that yourself. Here, I would say if you're pretty certain that even if you can't make the
1: basket, you're going to get fouled, fine. Because, you know, Drummond's not a great free throw shooter, but there's value in getting, you know, a team in foul trouble. And he is he's somebody that you are going to have to account for around the basket. So, you okay. know, th- there's a positive to that. That being said, if you don't have a clean shot or a clean foul coming, get, yeah, pass get, the ball yeah, out. Move the
0: ball. I mean, the the, the, the stuff that really got my attention, I, it happened both on Saturday and Sunday, were moments when I wish they'd do this a little bit more. The Lakers ran a, a, a LeBron AD, a LeBron, excuse me, Anthony Davis. No, no, I'm not doing that. Stop. A, AD, AD is Anthony Davis. Uh, yeah. Andre Drummond has not earned AD status. no. So LeBron and AD run the the pick and roll and you get that going. And then, you know, I think my apologies if I'm getting this slightly wrong. I think I was on Saturday. They had it where, you know, Davis gets the ball and dishes to Drummond in the dunker spot. Easy dunk for for Drummond. Um, I think one of the other times they did it, it it ended up being straight to Drummond. You know, LeBron keeps it and finds Drummond because they're looking for for AD on the roll. Plays like that are going to be available because – of course you're going to put all of your eyeballs on LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And that means Drummond's going to be open, KCP's going to be open, whoever else is going to have looks at the basket, which is how their whole offense has been designed. Like, that's the idea. They don't really have a system. They have those two guys. Um, And if it works, they'll be okay. They'll generate enough offense because the defense, once everybody locks in, I think will still be excellent. Excellent. Um, so, but yeah, like and, that, and it's just it's gotta, worth, you gotta get there
1: for what it's worth. And, and I will be the first to admit, I did not see this coming, but I think it's been the case. Drummond's transition defensively has actually come along faster yeah. than offensively. Like I did not expect that to be the case, but you know, he is, he is not, you know, future hall of fame, uh, class of 2021, Ben Wallace, you know, locking down the middle defensively. But he's not a problem
0: either. I think mostly Sunday night's a great example. A lot of times when that plus minus gets a little bit lower or something with him, sometimes it's not him. It's it's how much effort is Anthony Davis putting into the game. And so um, overall, I think that end of it has been good. But let, let, along these lines, Jared Dudley, I just mentioned it, said something that I thought was really interesting after the game, that despite that it looks like teams are trying to avoid the Lakers – Ah, uh, certainly in the first round, playing their way out of of the Lakers bracket. Perhaps we we'll try to avoid them as long as possible. It might be smarter to get them early. So we'll talk about that next. Whether or not we think Jared Dudley is correct about that.
1: Locked on Lakers, brought to you by Bet Online. Bet on Bet Online, the fastest, easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Always tons of sports action on the go. Get all the latest news, odds, info on your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA. Obviously, you can be betting on the play-in games coming up. A lot of big, big stakes in the NBA. So before the next pitch, go to Online on your laptop, mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts.
0: Locked On Lakers also brought to you by Built Bar. Andy, I'm a snacker. Not ashamed to admit it. I am out there. I tell everyone, like even people who don't ask, I just tell them I'm a snacker. But I need stuff that's good for me, healthy. That's why a lot of people uh, give you sideways look? It is. It's a weird thing. It's a. It's not an icebreaker. People no. uh, just understand that. Um, but I, I <laughs> want, want something that's healthy, like that, that tastes good. I got to <laughs> get through this. <laughs> it's high in protein, low in sugar and calories. That's Built Bar. Uh, the, and the improved Built Bar, Andy, it's even more delicious than before. They've got 18 flavors. 18. Uh, including six new ones that like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia. So go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked fifteen, and you'll get fifteen percent off your next order. Use the promo code locked fifteen for fifteen percent off at builtbar.com. So Andy, was Jared Dudley right? Are the are, are you know do the Warriors for example the Warriors in you know either San Antonio or Memphis uh, you know on on Friday if the Lakers lose on Wednesday. Are do they are these the teams that actually have the best chance of beating the Lakers right now? I wouldn't say Memphis or San Antonio,
1: just because I don't think either one of them is good enough to to count on beating the Lakers in in a one game match. Right, even assuming is, a,
0: even if even if LeBron and AD, but let's right. just so let's just focus on on Golden State and then sort of that hypothetical first round matchup. Like if I you think, have to get them, are you better off getting them now?
1: I think there's a real strong case to be made for that. I mean, Golden State right now is just hot enough that you feel like a one-game series against anybody, mm-hmm. they're, they're live. You know what I mean? The way, the way they've been playing and the way Steph has been playing, nobody feels safe with that. But if you're talking about, say, Phoenix, who if the Lakers win this play in Wednesday, that's who they're going to get in the first round especially when you take into account that Phoenix other than Chris Paul and Jay Crowder and I guess a little bit of Dario Saric nobody who matters on that team has a whole lot of playoff experience so they're going to be dealing with their own adjustments I think you would benefit getting from uh getting that early round matchup against the Lakers when they're still figuring things out a bit I mean they're mm-hmm. they're at a high level in terms of teams that look to figure things out. And I think it's important to remember that early in the season, before things just started going off the rails with health, the Lakers, you know, the Lakers came together remarkably quickly. I mean, for a team that had a lot. Second year in a row,
0: second year in a row, they gelled with new pieces very quickly.
1: Right. So if you want to give them a benefit of the doubt that they could replicate that again, then maybe that transition period won't be that difficult but there's there certainly is a school of thought that they've got a little bit of catching up to do and maybe you could get them when things are a little more awkward i mean i guess you could just as easily argue that a team that's been struggling with health is going to struggle to go multiple rounds without a recurrence
0: yeah i think yeah i think i think what like a team like denver is hoping for example by playing their way out of it is like you you avoid the lakers in the first round and by doing that, you hope you avoid them entirely because someone else will beat them. um which is a weird, it's kind of a weird way of looking at it. Like we don't want to play them. We think they're beatable. somebody else could play them. We don't want to play them. um, but maybe somebody else will beat them. i I, I get i one thousand percent understand why any team would be like, mm, that's not for us. And because, if they you know, like why on earth would you want to play Anthony Davis and LeBron James? because every for every other team that has continuity questions, and you know that's the Clippers, you know Denver is still kind of getting a lineup together, and Dallas has had guys. every team in the league has had guys in and out of the lineup or injuries or whatever. Utah's been without Donovan Mitchell for a little while now. and they you know they're familiar with them, but it nobody is completely intact. I just, I, the Lakers aren't a team that re- I think requires as much ramp up as you've said, Andy, because they are so fundamentally built around these two guys and LeBron and AD and everybody else. It's not that hard to figure out what you're supposed to do around those two. I could be honest with you. I and this is probably some recency bias. The Lakers just throttled Phoenix um, you know, last week. Uh, and Golden State is playing really well, and Steph has just gone nuclear. I am more frightened of Wednesday's game than I am a potential seven game series against Phoenix. I think the Lakers have a much better chance of getting through that. And obviously they're not eliminated from the playoffs if you lose to Golden State. But I, I just I think they have a much better chance of losing that game than they do losing to Phoenix in an opening round. Yeah. Or well, even, I mean I or even I would say Utah in an opening round.
1: Yeah, I I think that makes sense. I mean, along similar lines, assuming everybody stays healthy, I think the Lakers <laughs> It's weird to say this, but you could make a, a pretty strong argument that they have a better chance of getting through a series with Golden State than one game against Golden State.
0: Oh, yeah. No, look, this, this game is scary for every reason that we said, like when you're just sort of thinking about like, oh, man, the play-in game could be an option now. LeBron's hurt. AD's hurt. Schedule's really hard. God, what would that like? Why wouldn't you want to play in this? Because you could end up against a team like Golden State and... Who've gone 15 and five over their last 20. They, I believe, over that stretch are the second best team in the NBA defensively. Um, and I mean, in some ways, they're a lot like the Lakers. They struggle offensively and have been excellent defensively. Steph's averaging 37 points a game over his last 10. Draymond is playing as well as he has all season. Um, Andrew Wiggins has been, you know, quiet good. This year, and like they're weird dudes that you never heard of, you know, Juan Toscano Anderson and, and you know Jordan Poole and those dudes, yeah. they're all playing well. They're playing. So it's well. just they're 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 a frightening team. To it's a good thing that it's not lose and go home. They do get a right. second chance if the Lakers win, uh, right. lose and, on Wednesday. And, and I'm not going to lie, I I would find
1: it stunning if they actually lost uh, the second game against San Antonio or Memphis. I, I would find that pretty shocking. I wouldn't find it shocking if they lost to Golden State. Were I to bet on it, I would bet on the Lakers because I think ultimately they're the better team, they're the more experienced team, you know, mm-hmm. top to bottom and you know, I know that Steph and Draymond have championship experience, but so does more or less the entire Lakers team.
0: And, they're right. and they're it, better. The, they're better. Jared Dudley pointed it out with his typical candor. They've got championship experience. They've got championship DNA. They are not the same as the championship warriors. No. That, you know, played, what was it, four years in a row? Like, that's right. not them. Five years in a row. Five years I mean, in a row. Five years. That's impressive.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, one it's... One more than four. It's not the same group. So, I I I think you're correct, ultimately, that, you know, they could maybe get upset this one game against Golden State. I also do think that Phoenix or Utah... they. They it's they don't seem scary to the Lakers, but some of that may just be Phoenix and Utah, they don't have sort of the the aesthetics that would make you feel scared of them. They just don't have it. Like they're they're a team
0: that's gonna have to do it before you really start getting right. Because I, I don't like I don't want to be this guy in the same way that I texted you during the game. Like, I don't want to be why like why was blank still in the game guy because i do understand why lebron james was in the game first of all he hasn't he's played like 15 minutes in the last two weeks the the playoffs around the corner the guy wants to play and needs to play but the risk is he's going to hurt himself which he almost did even if he's okay it's still frightening i i don't want to be the guy who dismisses utah because they're utah like oh those guys they always find a way to lose they are the number one seed in a really hard conference. This is an excellent team. They have the best point differential uh in 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 the conference by a mile. They've earned their spot here and they've done it for the last you know, little time without Mitchell. Phoenix just feels like a matchup thing. Like I just look at yeah. those matchups going, that doesn't seem to work for them. Well, it's also too, I think I think a lot of this stuff comes down to do.
1: Does Team X have somebody that scares you in the playoffs? When you look at the Lakers, obviously, they've got two. LeBron and AD Mm -hmm. are frightening as hell in the playoffs. You need evidence, go back to last year. Kawhi Leonard for the Clippers, frightening in the playoffs. We've seen
0: evidence of this. Paul George, frightening in the playoffs. For the wrong reason. sure. But, See what I did there. Yeah, but he could, but he, but he, but he could be like. Well, you know, that's a guy look, who would be plays. If you're yeah. willing,
1: well, if you're willing to go back a few years, we've seen Paul George kick the bleep out of absolutely, absolutely. He,
0: They've got two you know, of those guys. Nikola Jokic, like, okay. Nikola Jokic
1: has been awesome in the playoffs. Luka, so, like Dame, we,
0: yeah. right? Nobody on
1: Utah, even Donovan Mitchell, feels scary in the playoffs. And I think with Phoenix, Chris Paul has been. I think better than a lot of people regard him as in the postseason, but the team, the team doesn't feel good enough. That's no, got it's, it's, it's to gotta carry. be Devin
0: Booker's job, right? Like the guy and, and, who's yeah,
1: and he's literally never been in the playoffs. So again, all of these things could change once it all starts up, and you know it could turn out that Phoenix is a hell of a lot realer as a two seed and realer as a team that can get through all this than we are expecting right now, but they just neither one of those teams feels scary in a way that you could look at just about every other team in the West and some teams in the East and say, all right, they're scary because of players. Yes, play abs- No, you're
0: right. Um, all right, well, there's a lot Fair that enough. we did. Yeah, there's a, I, I, you're right. There's a lot that we did not. The irony, too, here, and we'll go, is if you'd said at the beginning of the year that the Lakers would play the Suns in the first round, that actually wouldn't have surprised anybody and you told them that it was a 2-7, that wouldn't have surprised anybody. We just got it backwards in terms yeah. of how the order, and that would have surprised everybody. That also,
1: that's also in part what makes it not feel scary.
0: Yeah, uh, it's a good point. So there's a lot that we did not get to today. We did not really talk about the center rotation, uh, what it might look like. Sunday night, uh, Trez did not play. Uh, Marc Salt did. Saturday, Trez did play. Uh, I think all three of them did. Um, Or no, maybe there's some stuff stuff to work out with the uh, the center rotation and the rotation generally, which we'll get into. We're going to do a lot of previewing of Wednesday's game and quickly pivot after that. We hope quickly into a a first round. Um, Still, so much stuff to get into. Andy, we're finally reaching the fun part.
1: I know. I know, man. We've had to slog through a lot
0: this season, but now the good stuff is getting going. and I I, I'm i nervous. I'm a little nervous. The Lakers are not exactly rock solid right now. They've got some weaknesses. They're going you know to have to figure they it are,
1: out. They are on a five-game winning streak.
0: I mean, they I will are. say this. For,
1: for a team that's had a lot of hand-wringing that is understandable, they are moving into the playoffs with some momentum. I mean, to whatever degree you think that stuff actually matters, they do have it right now.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, it, it, it was. Uh, it, it could have been worse. <laughs> There's no question about that. Um, so two really hot teams in what could only be considered an Adam Silver fever dream <laughs> going oh, yeah. at it on on Wednesday, uh, seven o'clock Pacific time. So much to get into between now and then. Do want to remind you? Look out for our uh, video locked on Lakers YouTube channel. Um, send us some emails at Cam at Camineski at gmail.com. Uh, and it just—it's—it's going to be a lot of fun for the next few weeks. Make sure to uh, be joining us in our locker room chat, uh, noon Pacific, every Friday. All right, we will see everyone tomorrow.